Hey, it's Lori here. And just some thoughts before we get started with the show today. Gosh, Cyber Monday, Black Friday, all that crazy stuff just ended. And I don't know about you, but it left me feeling kind of annoyed this year. I was in Las Vegas for the holiday and I spent one morning of my mini vacation just unsubscribing from emails. So what happened? I don't know. Are we just sick of it or are people going a little too crazy? I felt people were starting earlier this year. I felt that we were getting more emails. And then to be honest with you, I was shopping at Lowe's before I left for Vegas. And I happened to look at a ceiling fan that had been sitting in my Wayfair cart and same exact fan, less at Lowe's than with the Black Friday deal. So it just is starting to feel really icky to me this time of year. And I don't like it. Honestly, I bought some My Skin Buddies because I have clients requesting them for their Christmas stockings. So I, I did stock up on those, but that's really the only thing that in, in my retail product purchases that I got during my Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday sale. So I don't know about you, but it felt icky this year and I was annoyed. So I thought let's put a podcast together about purchasing with purpose. And that is what today's show is all about. Not getting caught up in a crazy sale or the bright, shiny object syndrome that you've heard me speak of so often, because it is easy to get caught up in purchasing things because you see somebody else, you know, while you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, you see somebody else and their highlight reel makes it look like they're, they're doing a fantastic job in their business. But, you know, we have hard earned dollars that we're looking to spend in ways that'll help grow our business. And that's what today's show is all about. If you're listening right as this rolls onto iTunes, this is a perfect time. Talk to your CPA. I'm going to my CPA this evening because we map out what I need to purchase, what I need to invest in at the end of the year. So I get the appropriate tax write-offs. So part of being a professional beauty biz practitioner is knowing what you need to invest in, when you need to invest and how to invest in a way that will help you grow your business. So stay tuned and enjoy the show today. Hello, and welcome to the beauty biz show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of the Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings, increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious beauty biz entertainment. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. This is Lori, and I am going to be doing a solo cast today. I believe that I will 
be launching today's podcast and then probably one more. I want to share with you the 10 success tips that I took away from 2018 surrounding the beauty industry. But today I want to talk about something that's been on my mind a little bit lately. And that is the subject of how the heck did she afford that? So I am sure you're going to agree with me. These days, it's so easy to find out what products, services, and equipment the successful, and I have that in quotes here in my notes, the successful beauty practitioners are using. But I feared you might also be interested in how they make the money to afford these gems that help them to become book solid. So I recently did some market research on on this exact topic, like how are you affording equipment? How are you making your decisions based, uh, or what are your decisions based on when you want to buy equipment or you want to bring in a new product line, or you want to start offering new services that, that require you to invest in yourself a little bit? How are you doing this? So I gathered some information from some real life beauty biz practitioners who are rocking it in the beauty industry. I'm proud to say these are the mastermind level girls of the beauty biz club. And if you're interested in joining some powerhouse gals, you're at that point in your career where you know, Hey, I'm doing really well, but I could do better if I could only surround myself with people who aren't understood me and were willing to share resources. You're going to want to reach out to me. And, um, we, there are a few spots open in this group, but what I did is I gathered some information from these gals who are rocking it in the beauty industry. And they've learned over the years, some of them have been in my programs for five, six, seven, eight years, and they're busting through industry norms. They've learned how to purchase with purpose. That's what I call it. And maybe you're wondering, okay, well, how the heck did they learn how to purchase with purpose? And there are two things that they've, they've done that have helped them learn how to make purchases that really help them increase their bookings, their referrals and their profits, which is my mission in this industry is to help you guys do that. So they've learned one from their past mistakes. We all have this. And I know you're either going to roll your eyes when I say it and go, okay, guilty Lori, or you're going to giggle a little bit. We learn from our past mistakes because we all have cobweb collectors in our treatment room. I don't care if it's a piece of equipment, if it's that product line you had to have, we all have spent money on stuff that is now sitting in the treatment room or a closet somewhere collecting cobwebs. They've also learned from something else. And that is from the systems that I share in the beauty biz club. And, and there's a special system and that's not what I'm going to get into today. Cause you'll be taking notes and not enjoying the show. Most of you listen in, I know when you're driving to work or at the gym. So I'm just going to give you today a few purchasing power tips, but before we get started, I want to share with you just something to chew on here. If the average beauty biz practitioner, and this is a statistic that I found online and it's pretty accurate from a bunch of different sources, I'm getting this information. If the average beauty biz practitioner is making 28 to $32,000 a year, I know that you're probably wondering as you scroll through people's highlight reels on social media, you're wondering, okay, so if they're making 28 to $32,000 a year, how are they affording to do like a $3,000 product, retail product purchase buy-in, and then keep up with, you know, the quarterly inventory orders. If you're organized and that's how you roll out your system to keep your shelves stocked, 
Or maybe how the heck is somebody affording a $22,000 cool sculpting gun or a $25,000 hydrofacial machine? Then you're thinking maybe, okay, you also have to pay two to $400 a week in rent. I know this is what some of the, or most of the salon studios are charging anywhere between two and $400 a week and rent. If I just said month, I apologize. It's a week. And, you know, I can go on and on and on about the expenses that we have to deal with in the beauty industry, but I'm sure you're, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Okay. If we're making $32,000 a year, how the heck are people affording these gems in their business? These things that we feel now because social proof is telling us we need these things to be really successful. How are they affording it? So I want to share with you today, just some quick tips on how you can bust out of the industry norm, break through the six figure mark and position yourself to afford the gems of business tools that you desire. So we're going to talk about the no nos first, meaning what not to do when you want to do something for your beauty biz. So I'm just going to roll out a list of things not to do. If you're thinking about purchasing a piece of equipment, if you're thinking about investing in a training to take your business to the next level, or if you are wanting to bring a new piece of equipment in. So the first thing not to do is do not scroll through Facebook and model your business after your competition. It's the biggest mistake that you can make is to model your success or your desired level of success surrounding what somebody else is doing in their beauty business. The second mistake, the second no-no is do not listen to somebody who doesn't get the beauty industry or has no right to be dishing out advice surrounding your specific business. The best thing you can do if you want to bring something new into your business is to get on the phone, pick it up and call a mentor or a coach in the beauty industry who will sit down and create a strategic system with you surrounding. I have a, a system that I use and that my coaches use and the beauty biz club to help you decide. And it's reverse engineering the sale. And it really maps out a strategic way to bring something into your business with a few other component components as well. But the reverse engineering either makes you go, Oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need or heck no, this is not the right time for me. But don't listen to somebody who doesn't get the beauty industry. All too often, we're getting advice from our grandmother or from our husband. And all these people are lovely and we're, we should be thankful to have them in our lives. But they're probably not the best person to listen to when it comes to investing in something for your beauty biz, unless they are directly associated somehow to the industry and understand the wants and needs of our business and of our clientele. The third thing not to do is getting in over your head because a sales rep tells you it's all going to work out. Remember, these sales reps are awesome people. They are knowledgeable beyond belief, but their job at the end of the day is to sell you equipment and to hit their numbers. So please keep that in mind when you are deciding on whether or not to bring something into your business. And the fourth thing that you should never do is buy a piece of equipment invest in an expensive class to learn a new skill set or bring in a retail product line if you have not done any marketing research and you don't have a marketing plan in place. Unfortunately, we are not taught these things in school, but it's one of the biggest mistakes I see beauty practitioners make. They think that if they buy the right stuff, it's going to save their business. A marketing plan of action and 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 
having a, a space where you are held accountable to this marketing plan of action is your best way to ensure a return on your investment. So now I'm going to share with you a few tips, the bright side of this on how to afford the beauty tools that you have been longing for. Here's what I did. I remember I was newly divorced and I just got this crazy idea that I had to have a microcurrent machine. The cheapest machine on the market at the time that I could find was around the $18,000 mark. And I went cuckoo. I decided, well, I don't even want that one. I want the one that does body treatments as well. So at the time I was in massage school and I knew that, you know, your, your hands get tired from doing that type of work. So I had to go all out and I actually did a pre-sale. I started getting my clients excited about this. Again, here it goes back to marketing and I started getting them investing in packages. And I swear to you, my machine was, I can't even remember now, like $28,000. I was a solo practitioner, just took up ownership of my spa And I was newly divorced for the first time. It's been a very long time since I had entered the beauty world. I was out on my own. So this was a big, scary investment, but the pre-sale offering and then getting my clients so hyped up about it with a marketing plan and sending the right newsletters out, it helped me pay that machine off in 21 days. And I'll tell you that did not happen without the hustle. I remember I used to get up super early, go to the gym and then go sit in Starbucks because all I wanted was 20 minutes of silence before I had to go work. Yeah. I think I was doing like 15 clients a day with body toning treatments at the time. So I could pay the darn machine off, but I did it. (laughs) So if you are going to do something passion sells, it's why I, I have part of the marketing plan that I share in the beauty biz club called the profitable passion. If you can tap into that energy, get the pre-sale going, sell some packages, get people excited about what you're going to be bringing into your business. An exclusive invite always works. Invite your top clients in to try it for a, for a special discounted price for the first one. You know, get them investing in the investment with you, your clients and, and passion does this and marketing does this. The second advice I'm going to give you is to plan your purchase out. Now, here's one of the reasons if you're listening to this podcast, um, as it's delivered onto iTunes, then this is very relevant for you. If you're not, you're listening in at a later date, keep this in mind. There are certain times of the year that our vendors in the beauty industries are willing to give you a really nice discount. Sometimes this is a trade show. Sometimes this is black Friday. I would stock up when I was spray tanning in LA, I would stock up on a full year's worth of spray tanning solution at this time of year. And I'd keep it in the fridge. So it stayed fresh for my clients, but there are times to plan your purchases. So if you're listening right as this hits iTunes, now is a great time to invest in education. I encourage everybody that wants to join any of my programs, talk to your CPA. They're probably going to encourage you to spend some money right now because it's either going to go to your business or it's going to go to uncle Sam. I'm meeting with my CPA this evening to figure out what I should buy before the end of the year. And I think I have some ideas on what I want, but I'm going to talk to him about it tonight because it's a great time at year's end to invest in your business. And like I said, sometimes it'll go to your business or it'll go to uncle Sam. So trade shows, black Fridays, end of the year, tax write-offs, but 
map this out. I go into Black Friday every year with a list of things I know that I need. I strategically map out my spending. And this is the time of year that I've bought some of my most valuable equipment for my spa. I recently took a training that was in the $900 range and she's offering it again in February. I'm going to purchase it now. So it's a tax write-off. Also, I hesitate when I tell you this one, but I've done it before myself. And sometimes we just don't have any other option. And number three, a great way to bring something new into your practice is to use a credit card wisely. So like I said, I don't do it very often. I did it maybe 10 years ago where I got a zero interest card. So here's what I did. I had my normal visa. I put my silk peel machine on it, I believe. Let's just say it was my silk peel at the time. Then the next month I opened an interest-free credit card and I sat down and I figured out what I had to pay every single month because it was interest-free for a year. So I would not get charged interest on that amount. And I committed to myself and I created a budget and I, that's how I paid it off. So if you can hold yourself accountable to using a credit card wisely, then it's not a bad way to invest in your business. So know what and when you'll have to pay this back to avoid the high interest fees. That's what I say going into it. And sometimes you have to put it on a current card and then roll it over to an interest-free card when you get those offers in the mail. The fourth way to bring a piece of equipment, to invest in a training, to bring in a new product line is ask about financing. Many product and equipment vendors offer this type of support. It's usually with a little bit of a higher interest rate, but Hey, if it's the only way you can do it again, budget out what you need to do to pay this back, get some passion going in your business, have a marketing plan, and you can make this work as well. Number five is do market research to ensure your investment is a wise one based on your current and your potential clientele. This kind of circles back to what not to do. Do not purchase something because your best friend has it and she's doing great, or you see your competition busy with it on their, their Instagram highlight reel. Do some market research. Start asking your clients if it's something they'd be interested in it. And sparking this curiosity, again, goes back to the passion. See how this system of marketing and, and bringing something strategically into your business all ties together. So do conduct market research and have a marketing plan in place. That is number six, do your market research and have a marketing plan in place. Now I'm not going to keep you because I know we're really busy right now. This time of year, our spa is busy. The holidays with our families and parties keep us busy. But if you need help with this, I ask you to allow me to be your guidance gal, because this is what I love to do. Head over to the beauty biz club where our mission is to provide you with the tools needed to design a profitable practice that attracts clients and generates loads of referrals and ultimately increases your income. Thanks for joining me today. Again, I think I'll be rolling out one more podcast this year before I gear up with some great interviews next year. And I believe early December, I'm going to roll out my top 10 lessons that I learned in 2018 surrounding all things beauty. Okay. Have an awesome day. Thanks for joining me and I'll be back with you soon.
Thanks for tuning into the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to build the beauty biz of your dreams. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, the only professional success-based society designed to fuel your success by providing you with the ongoing resources that are needed to excel in the beauty industry, please visit beautybizclub.com. Again, that's beautybizclub.com. Also, if you'd like a copy of my free report, Top 10 Secrets of Successful Beauty Biz Practitioners, please visit lorikrete.com. 